0: Hello, everybody. Ella J here on behalf of Russell Zone. And today I'm joined by the charismatic free agent, Aaliyah James. How are you today?
1: Hello, I'm good. Thank you. How are you?
0: I'm fantastic to be speaking with you today, you know, you are starting a new chapter of your wrestling career, so I'm super excited to talk about that today. Like we said, you recently shared an update in your wrestling career, you are now officially a free agent. Obviously, we'll talk about this next chapter of your career coming up, which, if I'm correct, which will be starting on the 22nd, I don't know, I I think you're back in the ring then, yeah, so that's, that's coming right up. If you don't mind, though, I'd I'd first kind of like to take a little bit of a step back and kind of talk about some of the events that led up to this, if that's cool with you. Mm -hmm. Of course. So for those who may not know, you were signed to WWE during the lockdown where you subsequently joined NXT UK. You made your debut there in November 2020. So first of all, I mean, obviously that's a huge opportunity, you know, especially so early in your career. You made your debut in 2019. You were training for about a year and a half before that, but Basically, a, a year and a half after your debut, you, you know, signed, a uh, major debut in NXT UK. How did that opportunity come together for you?
1: Well, I don't actually know. So obviously lockdown happened. And in the UK, there was zero wrestling. You couldn't train. You couldn't do anything. So for me, I was kind of just waiting for the indie scene to pick back up again. And I wasn't sure what was going on with anything. And then I was just like in my room and then I just get an email about it so I was like okay they know they must know about me so that was just that was just the cool thing maybe for me to realize because I I knew I had like potential because everyone like who wrestles has to know that otherwise there's no point in doing it but I didn't realize that I was in any kind of scope or sphere or anything like that so it was it was just cool to be like okay, people know who I am already at this early stage, so... That was
0: cool. Yeah, I've been um, following the Brit indie scene since, ironically, the same year you debuted, 2019, and your name was definitely one even before NXT came. That was on the radar. Obviously, the you know the pandemic hindered a, just overall the world, but your name I would see pop constantly coming up. So obviously, you know they saw something in you. You're young, you're talented, you have a great look. You know you have potential, and you believe in yourself. So that I think is huge. And you know overall i mean talking about dreams you also had the opportunity to wrestle somebody who you considered to be a dream opponent that being ginny which i believe was actually in your debut match for nxt uk so tell us about your experience not only working with ginny but also sharing a locker room with her
1: well she'd been wrestling for a while before that and i'd seen her on the independence So for me, it was it was weird just to see people and wrestle people that like I had watched and never thought that I would kind of get in the ring with yet. So, um, yeah, she was always fun to be around and and helpful to all the girls. So that was always just going to be a learning experience for me anyway. So that was good.
0: Yeah, and I know overall your your biggest dream opponent is coincidentally someone who shares the same last name as you. That being Mickey James, who I love. You said that Mickey is the first person who inspired you to wrestle. So, talk a little bit about her influence on you and how she inspired you. Well,
1: when I started watching wrestling, I feel like the women's matches were either non-existent or they were like two minutes long, three minutes long, and. and- you could just tell with Mickey that she was trying to make a statement in those spring minutes. She was making like the whole the whole match would make sense. She would hit moves and she would have character. And that to me stood out so much. Because I feel like a lot of it, and like no disrespect to, to any of the other women, but a lot of it was kind of like geared towards men watching and not so much like young girls who were trying to be wrestlers and achieve yeah. the same dream as them. And I mean, every single thing that any of them women did, I highly respect. But I feel like Mickey was, for me, like I could see, I could see doing that. Like she made it something that could seem achievable, you know?
0: Now, now I'm curious, was the James part intentional into your ring game kind of as an homage to Mickey?
1: Yep. And I never, so when I picked when I picked that, I never thought I would be doing anything anytime soon. So I was like, oh, I'll have time to change it if it's too yeah. on the nose. Like, but then everything just went and I was like, okay, I guess I'm a James.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, she just was over in the UK for Rev Pro. She she was um I know she was at the UK last year. So she's been making her rounds around there. obviously she's been making her rounds in the States. So I mean we need a battle of the Jameses sometimes. I I'm just saying I feel like somebody should book that.
1: <laughs> oh that would be I'd retire. That's me done. <laughs> life got so achieved
0: you know i i don't blame you there and obviously you know mickey is definitely a big in-ring veteran big in-ring veteran and you were obviously surrounded by a lot of those in-ring veterans like Ginny back over in nxt uk as well so i'm curious when you kind of joined you know it was the middle of the pandemic was there anybody who kind of served as a mentor to you or really helped guide you on your way into nxt uk
1: yes um even though she she's a notorious bad guy Nina Samuels yeah. is the queen like she is the most helpful lady I've ever met and without her like she she helps everyone that goes in so she's she's amazing
0: I'm curious in what ways did she kind of help you through the transition because she you know she she's basically been there since the beginning of it so she mm-hmm. kind of knew the groundwork and knew probably the, everything that goes into it can you tell us more about how she kind of helped helped guide you through that
1: so if I ever had any questions or if I was ever nervous about anything or worried about anything, she would be the first person that I could go to and feel like I trusted their judgment and always had the best advice and the truthful advice. So it's just always, it's always good to have that one, that anchor. So if you ever feel like you need any help and you're, you're away from home and you just need someone who, who, who gets it and who has experience and she's one of those people that you could ask anyone and they would say the exact same thing.
0: Yeah, I've only heard good things about her. I haven't personally met her myself, but from what I've heard, I've only heard good things about her, you know, despite her, um, you know, like demeanor as a character. I've definitely heard that she's one of the the kindest and most helpful around there. And kind of just overall, you know, it seems to be an overall prior to, the, prior to the disbanding, seems to be a pretty positive experience for you. What are some memories that stick out to you um, or just general takeaways from your brief time in NXT UK?
1: hmm stick out to me um meeting my partner obviously I met him there um making a lot of friends with people that I maybe not have crossed paths with if I wasn't there um just just the the deep end nature of it I feel like that I'll always remember how nervous I felt and then it was always going to be okay so whenever I'm in a situation with wrestling I always think to myself well it's not it's not going to be as scary as that was (laughs) (laughs) HOO! <laughs> until it
0: is <laughs> yeah i mean at, at what you were you 22 you know at the time of really getting your foot in there still pretty very really still fresh into your career but you went head on obviously we'll talk about noam dar in a in a little bit and mm. all of that fun situation but you know in the summer of 2022 obviously there was a lot of uh, a shift in the nxt uk brands they announced that they were disbanding in an effort to launch nxt europe in the near future a lot of the super stars unfortunately got released after this new gemer- after this news emerged you stayed on board what was initially anyway what was your initial reaction to kind of receiving word of this situation what did that phone call or email entail I don't know how exactly they relate it to you but if you recall what was your initial reaction
1: um mainly upset for everyone and like just the the way that all of a sudden it was something and then it was something else, like there was no kind of like slow transition. It was just it was there and then it was gone. So like it was just kind of like getting used to that new reality of like, okay, that's not where I'm gonna be going in a couple of weeks' time and wrestling and and we're not all gonna be meet like that's a good time to meet up with everyone. Even though it was you're wrestling and you're and you're doing your job, like you're still seeing this this group of people that become like your people for like three weeks at a time. So It was also just realizing that that was coming to an end and, and just, yeah, it was, it was, it was a shock, (laughs) definitely, for everyone.
0: So that was in about August. Your last match was March of 2022. So that's like a five-month span. Again, I, I I don't know. Um, I don't know when they held, t- I think they held tapings up until June or July still even, just airing mm-hmm. them later. Um, but that's a five-month gap. I, I'm curious, after you wrestled in March, was there a direction for your character or any plans? Or was it just kind of a wait-and-see kind of situation?
1: Well, actually, I was due to wrestle in April, but I fractured my shoulder. So that's why I, that's I was correct. just cleared just before... Um, the whole brand shut down. So that whole month, the whole like months that I was off was from an injury.
0: Oh my gosh! How did you sustain your injury? Was it in your last match or was it uh, training? I was training. Training. Okay. Yeah. Still. Yeah. No. Still to have hope to you know come back and, and all of that and then to have it. Yeah, I was ready know, to go. I, was like, yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, at least in that situation, you know, you you know, you weren't the only one. A lot of us were still reeling in shock, but. I'm curious, you know, you. it took a while, you know, the the news came about in August of 2022. You are were a free agent in July of 2023, so there's a lot of window of time for stuff kind of happening. So can you kind of give us a little bit of insight into your whereabouts during that time from when NXT UK disbanded and then you announced that you were a free agent? I assume a lot had to have happened in that because I know they brought over some NXT UK stars to America, you know, Including Noam, Stevie Turner, a lot of that. I was expecting you to show up there as well, but can you kind of walk us through these last few months and kind of what happened there?
1: So obviously a lot of plans change and ideas change and whatnot. So I was still under contract until until I announced that I was a free agent. Um I'm assuming under the guise of of NXT Europe, which hasn't happened. So I just think it's within everyone's best interest to just let people do what they want to do and wrestle and I already hadn't wrestled since March as you said so for me I just want to get back to doing what I love like having this time off it's been great and I've I've been able to train and been able to work on on my character and my fitness and everything and and I am always going to be grateful for this time but I'm just ready to wrestle and I'm not waiting for anyone. I'm not waiting for anything.
0: <laughs> yeah. And and you know, you you've done a lot of training. I've seen you've been doing gymnastics, CrossFit. We'll talk about kind of your preparation for that, you know, at least during this time though, you know, there's been a lot of uncertainty, but you have always had that support with Noam there for you. So how I'm curious, you all have someone, a 15-year veteran, right, you know, right with you. What are some things that you've learned from Noam that has kind of maybe helped you even during this transition? and training
1: well it's weird because even though obviously in terms of wrestling he could give me all the advice under the sun like he also is really good at just giving me life advice like there's been multiple times in this time frame where I felt like hopeless I felt like there's no point or anything like that and he just keeps like me reminded that everything happens for a reason and this time off was meant to happen and so many things that I've achieved in terms of like me personally that I would never have done if I was wrestling every single week or maybe even injured or maybe like anything could have happened so for me this time off had to is what it had to be and I don't feel like I would have changed anything about it like even though there's been times where I've been like sad or times where I've been stressed or angry or felt like quitting like I feel like all of those things and feelings needed to happen for me so I ha- like he he just reminds me of all of those things and keeps keeps my head straight whenever it's going like <laughs>
0: yeah, what's some of the life advice that he's given to you? you know wrestling is one thing, but life advice too, I feel like is definitely a lot helpful too as well,
1: just reminds me that there's more to life than wrestling, and that like when when that's done, like you need to have you need to have other parts of your life that you cherish and that you you work on and that you nourish and, and like friendships and relationships, like he's he has done so many different steps in his career and he knows what it's like when you when you put too many too many eggs in the rest of basket or too many in the in the life basket. Like finding that balance of keeping yourself sane, but also being one hundred percent involved in the job and one hundred percent ready for whatever it throws at you. So it's just some to have someone who has been through it all and is still like respectful and still kind and still looks after his health and is still happy like that to me is the dream like to still have all of those boxes ticked as well as being amazing like I don't think that's you you think it's just like a given but it's not yeah so it's just it's just cool to see someone actually do that and and live their dream and also just be a nice person whilst doing it
0: you know, and and you've been super supportive of him as well. You know, I see you all over your social medias, you know, supporting him and his run as, I, I guess, kind of un- unofficial um, now NXT UK Heritage Cup champion. You know, he's had he's had a great entertaining run and I was a faction behind him. So what are your thoughts, you know, kind of since he's made the jump back to the States and kind of on NXT television? What do I think about it? Yeah, and his his run and everything that he's doing right now.
1: Well, I just think it's great. Like, I feel like, like you don't have to be a comedy kind of like able to act and able to perform without the wrestling part. Like, I feel like it doesn't have to be one or the other. He always delivers when he's wrestling. He's always, you know, trying to make his matches and his experiences with other people memorable and just fun to watch. And but also being funny and also just just living like he's literally just being who he wants to be and not letting anyone decide for him like I want to be this is my character this is how I want to be and that's how I'm going to deliver it and to be able to pull it off as well like I just find it inspiring (laughs) it's like it's really cool
0: yeah and you know you you've been like waiting basically you know a year and a half to make this comeback and you will soon be doing that. We'll talk about that in a moment. Like we mentioned, do- Noam has made the jump. I know, like I said, a lot of the NXT UK stars made the jump over. You said that plans changed and, you know, that's just life. I'm curious, do you do you know if you were ever even briefly considered to join the brand here over in the States?
1: Yes, that was originally plan. Then it was Europe. Then it was whatever is happening with, <laughs> with yeah, that.
0: I I but know- yeah, I know the NXT Europe stuff. They were hoping, I think, like spring or summer of this year, and then it just kept kept getting pushed back. That makes sense for you, so I assume then that you know that you know your contract ended. You know they're still kind of getting this ground this off the ground and running. So I assume the door is still open for you for NXT UK- NXT Europe when and in- when and if this get that gets done. Yeah,
1: I I'm assuming so. Like as- unless I do something completely crazy in this time frame but i honestly i don't as much as like that would also be amazing and i'm not i'm never gonna i'm never gonna say no to to anything unless the situation asks for it but i'm just happy and excited to do my own thing for now and to just figure out who i am in the ring and, and what i bring to the scene because i when I was doing the independence, that was really fun for me. And just before I was signed, I was really finding my stride and really like like nerves were just starting to settle before, and I wasn't like wanting to be sick and stuff. So it'd be cool to just finally like, with all the knowledge that I've I've got from from working with WWE and working with the people that I've wrestled, like to bring that now to this next run. Like it will be fun because I I know what it felt like before so i wonder if it will feel the same or different like it's just exciting an exciting thought of what's going to happen next
0: yeah you are a free agent you will soon be returning to action from what it looks like your first match back i think is at z force wrestling on september 22nd you are open for bookings again so what else is on the horizon for you right now
1: so there's a few a few unannounced so i won't steal their thunder okay. but I'm also wrestling in Israel in October, so that'll be fun. Because obviously no- uh, Noam is from Israel, yes. So that's just a cute little little tie in there, but um, I'm excited for that too. So just excited to get in the ring and just do it. it just feels At, like it's been so long
0: it, it, it has I mean March you think March of 2022 it's now September of 2023 it's been a year and a half you know so and when you're still
1: fit as a fiddle and you're like just like, like what is there stopping me oh wait <laughs> like you feel physically able so that is also just like I'm just ready, been ready.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like you said, you've kept yourself in, in great, in great shape CrossFit. You've done some, some gymnastics, regular trips to the gym. So it seems you're definitely physically prepared to that, but how else are you kind of preparing mentally and how has your body responded to kind of this training, training again? Cause I feel like, you know, keeping yourself in shape is one thing, but like in ring shape, I have to imagine is a little bit different.
1: Yeah, so where I've been over here, I have been training at at Devon Academy. So I have been able to have matches and work on my ring cardio. But I feel like you'll actually maybe be easier in the UK when it's not like... It's really hot (laughs) like over here it's boiling hot so that adds a different dynamic to the training and to cardio so I'm kind of excited for like the cold weather
0: (laughs) me too so well so for me right now it well it's for me I, I live in upstate New York so for me right now 85 is scorching I think where you are it's probably in the 90s maybe a hundred. I don't know. But yeah, I am, I'm ready for fall. I'm ready for fall too, girl. I'm so ready. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm ready for UK fall. That's like
0: even colder. <laughs> now I, I'm curious. Cause I, I mean, we're actually, you're, te- you are a fall. I'm a fall baby too. My birthday is next month as well. What does the UK fall look like?
1: Quite gray. I feel like the tinge of the clouds makes you feel a little bit when you wake up and you don't want to get out of bed, but you do and then also outside it's quite pretty because of the the like leaves and stuff are browning like i do kind of like it i just feel like it just slowly gets you ready for winter gets you ready for not like being able to leave the house without five jumpers and your long coat like i have a coat that goes all the way to my ankles i need that because i get so cold
0: (laughs) i love my long coat i maybe that's because we are fall october babies but like, I just don't, can't do the heat, you know? So uh, at least you have that to look forward to, you know, your return matches are going to be under cooler weather, which is always yes. a plus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Definitely.
0: You know, you, you mentioned kind of reviving your character, getting yourself back in the ring. What can fans expect from this free agent, Aaliyah James, both character wise and in-ring wise?
1: Um, Confidence. Um. I want to have fun, I want to have fun matches, I want to display athleticism, uh, I want to display charisma, I want people to be entertained, and I hope that I'm, I'm bringing something to the scene that isn't there right now, like, because I felt like I did that the first time, so why can't I do it the second time? I feel like I've had enough, it's enough of a gap, you've missed me enough, I'll be back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and kind of in your own words we'll talk about goals in a second but you know the the leah james before you know was kind of fun pretty much uh not clean cut but you were like fun loving charismatic baby face you know what It what can what are you without giving away too much how are you kind of revamping your character in the ring how would you describe her right now
1: well i feel like I feel older like even though not in a bad way but like I feel more mature I feel yeah. like the things that used to bother me or w- worry me don't worry me anymore and I also like I don't have time to feel scared about things I don't there is no time to do that to be tentative or to worry about what other people think about you and I feel like this this gap that I've had has like forced me to learn that it doesn't you can't worry about what people are thinking everyone could be thinking x y and z about me right now or, yeah. or why i haven't been around or why i have been doing this and and you can sit there and worry about that but who cares you just have to go and do what you've got to do like you live your life for you so i have to do that and and just have fun with it and having fun ticks all of those boxes it ticks the box of not being worried about what people think or being nervous or being anxious like as long as you have fun with it and don't treat it like it's a life or death situation then it's going to be fine
0: now i have to point out that i I feel like style-wise, you kind of got um, like a sporty, athletic kind of gear. I've always been a fan of your ring gear too. So I, I am very curious, you know, whether it's in this current thing. Where do you look to for inspiration when it comes to kind of envisioning your your ring gear? Because, you know, you're this is a return. I assume you have some probably some new gear ready to bust out. So what? Do, where do you look to when you're envisioning your ring gear aesthetics?
1: Hmm. I feel like... I feel like the diva gear but I kind of like it to be more like I like to feel comfortable so if I'm yeah. resting and I'm in something that's too low cut or something that's too high rise like I will feel uncomfortable so the first and foremost is just about feeling confident and and not feeling like you're worrying about any kind of malfunction mixed with my top half is obviously inspired by Mickey James with the with the crossover and the brawl underneath um so yeah just that really and like like I just like fun colors and and colors that stand out so
0: do you you have a certain uh color palette that fans can look forward to in kind of these return gears
1: well I have the the classic white and pink that I had yes um and I have got like a darker color as well for for that alter ego look
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I I, I, I want to see more of you know the heelish Aaliyah James you know I, I'm definitely looking forward to that and especially now as a, a free agent you know back on the indies you kind of have more creative freedom to kind of experiment with stuff and maybe showcase a new side of yourself so we're looking forward to that and once you do return it's right around the corner what do your short-term plans and hopes look like for yourself
1: short term uh just experiences my short term experiences I try not to give myself like a like a physical thing to achieve yeah because yeah. I'm so sometimes I'm a worst enemy to the point where like if I say I'm gonna do something or I don't achieve that then I feel like oh you're a failure or whatever like just normal people things. So I try to make it like a feeling or like I want to achieve confidence in my ability. I want to achieve finishing my match and and not beating myself up and thinking oh that was that was really fun that was great what did I learn from that like that's what I'm looking to try and achieve short term as well as long term
0: yeah so I mean, long term that kind of transitions into that, you know, obviously, having fun is a is a big goal for you. And maybe, like you said, you don't necessarily have a certain thing, I want to do this, I want to do that. you seem pretty open ended and just going with the flow, you know, um, you said before too, you're kind of like just going with the flow and seeing what happens and having fun. Do you kind of have hopes to sign somewhere again, or where do you envision yourself in kind of a year or two just kind of taking things as they go?
1: yeah like obviously it would be cool to to sign somewhere or to just be based somewhere but I think that because I because I wasn't expecting to be signed the first time around that worked like that mentality worked for me just just wrestling as many times as I can and trying to get better then led to that opportunity so I'm gonna apply the same logic and apply the same structure and then hopefully that whatever's best for me will happen so that's just kind of the way I see it
0: (laughs) yeah you know I feel like that is you know you don't have um a lot of people have high expectations for themselves which can let them down sometimes but you seem pretty uh free-spirited and kind of just open to whatever And, and having fun is definitely important in this next phase you know you've been off um, not off, but away from action for like a year and a half. So you're yearning to get there. And and last question, you know, upon your return, you know, whether it's in the UK, the States, Japan, who are some opponents that you've got your eyes on facing?
1: Well, definitely Nina Samuels, because I feel like we have great chemistry together. Yes. I would love, I just love wrestling, wrestling her. I just feel like we bring the best out of each other. And, hmm. Uh, Danny luna i think she's pretty cool she's strong i love wrestling strong people i feel like like you just feel that the intensity and the power in what they do and i find that just really intriguing um marina shafir i, I feel like she's an amazing wrestler i i would love to wrestle her i feel like i love i love wrestling like people or watching the work of people that have have a real trait towards it like they have something from outside of wrestling that they've brought to it and have made it their own and i always i always think that that's that's something that everyone needs to experience everyone needs to experience wrestling someone who could really break your arm <laughs> they could really tap you out like everyone needs to feel that
0: yeah marina has that mma background i know you've done crossfit have you dabbled into the mma scene at all
1: so i have actually done some muay thai cuz my uh, noam does that and he's he's done uh, that for years so yeah. I have um i have dabbled in that i like to, to cherry pick the things that i think will help me um and yeah crossfit and just just training with a wide range of people like i've had the i've had the amazing opportunity over here at training at devon's to wrestle with a lot of uh, talent that are big on the scene and it's just been good for me to to have that experience i don't think i would have had that anywhere i wouldn't have of been able to to train with like mercedes or or Trinity or like just pe- people that I would be like oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh but I mean I was yeah. just trained and it's cool it's fun for yeah.
0: me yeah so I mean physically I feel like getting yourself back into shape has it been kind of um not a weird adjustment for you has it been an easy transition for you to getting back into the swing of things or how how has your experience been with at Devon's you know so far
1: um yeah I I do I have the confidence to say that i do train hard regularly so to me it, it, it's not it's not hard for me to get back into the ring and it's not hard for me to have my cardio in place because i that is one thing i maintain whether i've had a bad day whether whether i can't be asked to do anything that i'm that is a non-negotiable for me so when it comes to stuff like that like i i have 100 percent faith and confidence in that that's not a problem to
0: me <laughs> Well, definitely having that confidence is definitely going to help you through this next chapter of your career. I know a lot of fans are yearning to see you back. They'll get to see you back really soon. You are open for bookings now. So go book Aaliyah James. Aaliyah, before we let you go, can you please share where the listeners can find you online?
1: Uh, You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Aaliyah James. The same for both. Keep it the same so you can find me anywhere. <laughs> you can also find me on TikTok if you'd like to, if you're into that. Um yeah, that's that's mainly where I'm at.
0: She's got some merch too, I know on uh big cartel. I think it's aliajames.bigcartel.com Yeah. Probably something it like is. that. Aaliyah, thank you so much for joining me here today. I am so excited for this next chapter of your career. I know, like I said, a lot of fans are eager to see you back in the ring. So we're looking forward to this.
1: Me too. Me too.
0: Thank you so much (laughs) again for chatting with me.
1: Thank you.